0: Cigar Dave. Well, September means several very important items. One, the start of college football. Two, the start of a national football league. And three, it is National Bourbon Heritage Month. Oh, this is one of my favorite times of the year. September National Bourbon Heritage Month. October Cigar Oktoberfest football the humidity breaks here in the cigar city of tampa overall a wonderful time of year and i am surrounded by great cigars fantastic bourbons i even have my special bourbon tasting and sipping glasses ready to go we are ready to celebrate everything associated with america's quintessential distilled spirit bourbon today on the cigar dave show Long ash greetings and salutations. A long ash, snappy salute. Semper delectatio, always pleasure. America's alpha male, front and center. Humidor one A, as well as being the general, I am America's connoisseur in chief, and it is appropriate today because uh, for the entire month because we will be talking bourbon the entire month, with the exception of next week. Next week we have the second show that we televise live from the IPCPR convention, the cigar retailers convention in mid-July from Las Vegas. That will air next week, but this week and the remaining uh, weeks of September, it is 100% celebrating America's quintessential distilled spirit bourbon. Now, I could tell you what bourbon is, and I will tell you what bourbon is, but there's probably somebody even better that can do a a finer job, somebody far more well-versed, even though I'm America's connoisseur-in-chief. Fred No, the seventh Generation Master Distiller of Jim Beam will tell us exactly what is bourbon. Bourbon, you know, is different than other whiskeys in that, you know, has to be made in the United States. Corn's got to be the majority grain. We have to use a new barrel every time to age it. We can't add colors or flavors to bourbon. It's all got to come natural from the aging in the charred white oak barrels. You know, we can't distill it at higher than 160 proof. You can't barrel it at higher than 125 proof. You can't bottle it at lower than 80 proof. If your product is Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, it's got to be aged in the state of Kentucky for at least two years. Any deviation from those rules, your product cannot be called Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Now, there is some. Confusion, because many people think, well, wait a minute, you cannot have bourbon unless it is made, or you cannot call a spirit bourbon unless it is distilled in Kentucky. That is not true. That is a fallacy. That is a misnomer. There are numerous North American whiskeys. People use the term bourbon interchangeably with North American whiskeys. However, by act of Congress in 1964... Bourbon, which is America's only native spirit, must be made with a minimum of 51% corn, aged in charred New uh, New Oak barrels, and stored at no more than 125 proof, as Fred Noe explained. But you can have bourbon whiskey, you can have Tennessee whiskey, you can have rye whiskey, which has 51% rye. It can't be called bourbon. There's blended American whiskey. There is corn whiskey, which primarily is, uh, is, is moonshine or white lightning. So there are various types of whiskey, and, and bourbon is used interchangeably for any whiskey that is made in the United States so long as it has at least 51% corn, and it is aged in new charred oak barrels, and stored at no more than 125 proof. Some interesting facts about bourbon, and specifically Kentucky bourbon. Kentucky is the birthplace of bourbon. It produces 95% of the world's supply. And one of the attributes of Kentucky is that it has the right mix of climate, various conditions, and the pure limestone water that is necessary to produce the world's finest bourbon. There's something about that limestone water. It's uh, it's free of, of... of any iron, it's free. Like the water here in the in, in Florida is terrible. The water up north is fantastic. Kentucky, excellent, because it does have that pure limestone water. Some other interesting facts about bourbon. Bourbon production has increased more than 120% since 1999. There are now, one, last year there were 1,007,703 barrels of bourbon produced In Kentucky, there are now more barrels aging in the state of Kentucky than there are people and horses, which is pretty big. So bourbon is the quintessential American distilled spirit, and certainly it is identified with Kentucky. However, Jack Daniels, Tennessee whiskey, slightly different uh, process, but overall it is still considered a bourbon type of whiskey because it does have at least 51% corn, new charred oak barrels, and, uh, and and the way that it is stored in the barrels. So overall, we are going to celebrate the entire month of bourbon. And I have three great bourbons here in honor of Jim Know, who got things off today. I've got a bottle of Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is their white label. This is their flagship. I've got some Jim Beam Black, double-aged, eight years. One of my favorites, and I have a nice boutique whiskey, the Jefferson's Presidential 17-Year-Old Aged Select. So we will talk about bourbons today. We will pair them up with cigars. Everything associated with bourbon, everything associated with enjoying America's quintessential distilled spirit, we will enjoy today and the entire month. Now, when we do talk about bourbon, this is very important. Just like when you are enjoying a cigar, some very important ways that you need to conduct your tasting of bourbon. Four very important items. First thing you must do is look at the color of the bourbon. The deeper, darker the color, the more complex. Why? When bourbon goes into, before it becomes bourbon, actually when the mash goes into the, the barrel to age, over time, the, the liquid, the bourbon liquid, takes on the color and the character of the barrel. Now, if you take a look at what moonshine is or corn whiskey, that essentially is bourbon before it goes in the barrel and is aged. has a very different flavor characteristic and color. It's white. It's clear. Well, when you put it into a new charred oak barrel, it's going to get that brown hue over time. So the finish of the bourbon or the color of the bourbon is very, very important. The deeper, the darker, the more complex. When you look at bourbons that have been aged... 10 years, 12 years, 17 years. Like, I'm looking at the 17 compared to the uh, Kentucky Straight bourbon whiskey, which I believe is aged uh, somewhere in the 2- to 4-year area. And looking at the 17, one is very light, the other is far darker. So it will be more complex. The second thing when you go to taste bourbon, the nose, you want to put your nose right into the glass. You want to get the nose, you want to get the aroma. And it's very important that when you do smell the bourbon, Keep your lips apart. Little known fact, and the reason we do this is because we want less of the alcohol to enter into the nasal passages. We want a more balanced, even uh, aroma going into our, uh, our nasal uh, passages and our nasal cavity. Because we want to smell the nuances, not just the alcohol. So keep your lips slightly apart. The third thing about tasting bourbon that you want to do when you put it in your mouth is do what's called the Kentucky Chew. And essentially what you do is you put the bourbon into your mouth, you swish it around and chew it like you were chewing a steak or you were chewing a uh, a cheeseburger or chewing any type of food. Chew on it and let the flavors, let the liquid of that bourbon go around your entire mouth. Get it around the palate. Notice the hints in the notes. You may taste notes of vanilla or honey or uh, or maple or other type of characteristics that will allow you to properly taste that bourbon. And the last thing that you want to do is assess the finish of the bourbon. On the way down, you want to see what type of flavor, what type of warmth that bourbon leaves behind. So there are four important things to do when you are tasting bourbon, or any spirit for that matter. One, look at the color. The deeper, the darker, the more complex. Two, smell the nose of the aroma. You want to keep your lips apart. You want the entire Scent of that bourbon to go through your mouth and through your lips and, and your nose. The third thing, taste. Do the Kentucky Chew. Swish it around, chew it in your mouth. Get the nuances across your palate. And the last thing, assess the finish. What type of flavor, what type of uh, sense do you get on the way down? Now, I have a little patented technique that I use called the CD... WF, which is the Cigar Dave Warm Factor. When I am assessing a bourbon or any spirit, I want to I assess the Cigar Dave Warm Factor. How warm does it feel going down? And part of that warmth, does it leave any aftertaste? Does it leave a nice lingering taste, a nice lingering finish? Very important. It uses all of our senses. The first thing is it uses our sight. We look at the bourbon. The second thing is we smell the bourbon. It uses our sense of smell. And the third thing, it uses our sense of taste. We taste the bourbon. Same exact thing that you are doing with a cigar or anything that you would uh, ingest or taste or drink. But with bourbon... It is just so much more enjoyable. And part of the key of assessing the taste of a bourbon, you want to make sure that you have the proper glass. Now, you can use certainly a regular short uh, uh, rocks glass or you can use a a short cocktail glass. I prefer what's called a whiskey snifter, and I will tweet out a picture in just a moment of this. But what it does, it's got a slightly – it's a short glass, but it's got an elongated bowl towards the bottom. It allows me to swish the – and stir the the bourbon – and release the aromas and release the flavors and the taste and it's just a wonderful way to sample your bourbon or your whiskey or any of your distilled spirits and I will send out a pic tweet a picture of that a little bit momentarily at the bottom of the hour we'll be joined by Linda Harrison the Kentucky Bourbon Festival is coming up next week We will make sure we tell you all about it, one of the uh, great celebrations in America. So she'll be joining us, talking about some of their festivities and how they celebrate bourbon. And when we come back, I'll conduct the National Cigar and Sipping Ceremony. I will enjoy a fine cigar that I have perfectly paired up with my bourbons today. I've got the Jim Beam Kentucky Straight. I've got the Jim Beam Black Double-Aged 8. And I've got my Jefferson's Presidential 17-year-old Select. If you care to join us today, the Nationwide Cigar and Bourbon And alpha male pleasure-friendly hotlines are now open at 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. Email address CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Do not forget, you can follow us at Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. Check out our new website, CigarDave.com. And don't forget, download the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile apps for your iOS device, your iPhone or your iPad, as well as for your Android device or your Android uh, tablet. You can do that. Just go to CigarDave.com, click on the uh, mobile app uh, link, and it'll take you to the appropriate store, either the Google Play Store or the iTunes Store, and you can download. You can never miss a minute of The Cigar Dave Show, whether it is morning, noon, or night, weekend, weekday, any time of year. The new Cigar Dave mobile app gives you alpha male pleasure maneuvers 24-7.
1: Your passport to pleasure, The Cigar Dave Show. The general pontificates 24-7 on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show.
2: If you're a lover of modern full-bodied cigars, you're in for an awesome treat. Introducing Monte from Monte Cristo, a dynamic new cigar expertly crafted with not one, But two binders, bold, masculine, and totally unique. Monty's amazing flavor will knock your socks off. A rare Nicaraguan binder, selected for its spectacular taste and sweet aroma, provides the perfect complement to a spicy Dominican Olor binder. This innovative use of two binders adds strength as well as complexity, culminating in an unbelievably flavorful smoke. A rich, dark Ecuadorian wrapper and aged Dominican fillers add even more punch, ensuring a knockout smoking experience. Savor a modern legend today. Monty, double binder, amazing flavor, great price. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to
3: cigarettes. If you're like millions of cigar buffs, you've enjoyed a love affair with Romeo y Julieta. Your passion has made it the world's best-known brand, trusted to deliver an excellent mild smoke. But now you're ready for something new and avant-garde, something bolder with more panache. Now there's Romeo by Romeo y Julieta, a modern fuller-bodied smoke created to lead an exciting new trend in luxury cigars romeo is our finest romeo e Julieta. an awesome manly smoke robust and rich in complex flavor sensations each leaf is carefully selected delicately aged and meticulously crafted by expert hands full of wisdom and tenderness hands with decades of experience culminating in an unforgettable smoke your first romeo will blow you away the passion you've always felt will soar to new heights you'll discover the passion that burns within Visit The Cigar Life on Facebook and Twitter. Surgeon General One.
4: Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. In 1964, José O. Padrón began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle. Always focus on quality, never on quantity.
1: And secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers.
0: Well, I have to have a cigar that is going to properly stand up and complement the various bourbons that I will be sampling today as we celebrate National Bourbon Heritage Month. So... I need a cigar that will properly pair up with my Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon, as I sample that. The Jim Beam Black Double Age Date, which is a little bit more flavorful. And then I need something that can really hold up to the Jefferson's Presidential Select 17-year-old uh, aged whiskey. Because the 17-year-old age really, it takes the flavor and the characteristics of the barrel over that time. So it's going to be a little heartier. So I need a cigar that is going to be on the medium to full side. That is hardy, that can stand up. And I pulled a cigar that has been aging in my humidor for uh, probably uh, just about a year or so. It is the La Flor Dominicana Colorado Oscuro, a beautiful looking cigar. Lito Gomez, down in the Dominican Republic, is always coming up with new cigars in limited blends. And this is a limited edition release. It uses a beautiful, exquisite, deep, rich, dark Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, So that Lajero is going to give it a full, very, very uh, a peppery, very robust taste. And it surrounds some Dominican uh, Sumatra binder and a beautiful blend of Nicaraguan and Dominican fillers. A delightful-looking cigar comes in four sizes. I have the Robusto, five inches in length with a 50 ring gauge. And if you're new to cigars, the length is self-explanatory, but ring gauge The 50 ring gauge is expressed as 64 hundredths of an inch. So a ring gauge of 64 would be a diameter of one inch at the foot of the cigar. Well, this is 50 64ths of an inch, so it's less than an inch in diameter. Very, very nice classic Robusto. Suggested retail is in the $7 to $8 category. And that's what I will pair up today with my magnificent selection of fine American bourbons.
1: Cigar-altering and highly-sharpened leaf-exposing device.
0: I've got my uh, self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine. Actually, this is the Xeno uh, guillotine, a beautiful guillotine. Had this for a long time. Works like a charm.
1: Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus.
0: Well, I've got the Cigar Dave Signature Prototype 5 Jet Flames with a little bit of an orange glow so you can see it outside. And I will uh, use this to light my beautiful looking LFD La Flor Dominicana Colorado Oscuro.
1: Six cigar, cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two,
0: one. All right, here comes the cut using my Zeno double-edged guillotine. Let me just position it properly on the head. Perfect cut. Didn't have to take more, didn't have to take less. Absolutely magnificent. And now my favorite part i get to gently toast the foot of this cigar i want the wrapper to burn first taking my time as a connoisseur i don't want to rush anything and why should i rush anything because i've got the wonderful aroma of cigars or i will have the wonderful aroma of a cigar around me i've got uh, great bourbon and we will of course conduct alpha male conversational maneuvers at 877 dave 007 all right the wrapper is now toasted. The foot is toasted. I will gently puff and rotate. Oh, yeah. Mm. Great draw. Mm. Wow. I can taste that Lajaro wrapper without any question on the palate. has a lot of, uh, of boldness, of richness, of spiciness. It is absolutely magnificent. But without any delay... Scotch, bourbon and beer.
1: Commence thirst quenching libationary maneuvers.
0: Well we've been talking about bourbon, now I need bourbon and this is the Jim Beam original white label. It is aged four years 80 proof and as we learned from uh, Fred no, I will pour this in into my special bourbon tasting and sipping glass. I will swirl it around and just like we talked about I'm going to look at the color. It is a light amber in color not very deep. It's only age four years. Let me keep my lips apart here as I smell the the nose and get the aroma. Ooh, very nice. Let me do that one more time. Very light, very pleasant, not overpowering. Let me do the Kentucky chew. I'll take a taste and say cheers. Hmm. 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 Did the chew? Wow. And it gives me some major CDWF, that is Cigar Dave warmth factor on the palate. On the way down, little bits of maple, little vanilla, actually even maybe a touch of cinnamon. And uh, just a little boldness, a perfect companion to my La Flor Dominicana, Colorado Oscuro. We are set to go. We'll be joined by Linda Harrison of the Kentucky Bourbon Festival next as we celebrate National Bourbon Heritage Month.
1: Alpha male conversational maneuvers continue on The Cigar Dave Show.
0: The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave daily briefings. any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just twenty two ninety five, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club.
1: And the pursuit of pleasure, it's the General Cigar Dave.
0: Well, thoroughly enjoying my La Flor Dominicana Oscuro Maduro, or correction, Colorado Oscuro. Mix those up, and my Jim Beam Kentucky Straight bourbon whiskey white, age four years. I've got football on, and I am pleased to welcome Linda Harrison, the executive director of the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, uh, that will be starting September 17th, going until September 22nd. Linda, great to have you with us.
5: Long ashes to you, General.
0: Back at you, and I'll say cheers to you as I take another sip. You don't mind if I take a sip of my my, uh, Jim Beam uh, uh, straight whiskey, do you?
5: Absolutely not. Be <laughs> sure and enjoy that.
0: I thoroughly am, I must tell you. Now, what's interesting is the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, obviously coinciding with National Bourbon Heritage Month, you started, uh, or the festival started in 1992, really is just a bourbon tasting and dinner. And last year, you had over 52,000 people from 41 states and 12 countries attend. So it has grown dramatically in a very short time.
5: It certainly has, and we are anticipating larger crabs this year.
0: Uh, and let me ask you, what when somebody comes to to the Bourbon Festival, it's uh, it's where in Bardstown, Kentucky? It is okay. So when now, how far is that from Louisville?
5: That's about a brief, beautiful drive of forty minutes.
0: Perfect. You fly into Louisville uh, Airport, forty minute drive. They come to Bardstown. What would people expect if they were to attend uh, for the week?
5: Well, first of all, they would. Would be welcomed by great hospitality from the local people here. They are all decorating their windows, and they are ready for guests. It's a Norman Rockwell picturesque community, and people enjoy meeting new individuals and making new friends. So they could come into the town. They will go to a balloon glow. They'll see. They there's a poker. We're even having a little poker tournament this year. So if you don't, if you're Uh, After you've seen the balloon glow and you want to go play poker, they can play poker in the next day. All the uh, restaurants are having a signature drink of one year that has been winners previously. So you can go in and do bourbon tastings throughout the community at the different restaurants. And the the bed and breakfasts here are spicing up their menus with bourbon recipes. So uh, the whole community is... uh, preparing for the festival
0: now i know that there's a number of events that are already sold out one is the kentucky bourbon all-star sampler where you get to uh, sample a number of the craft distilleries and the other one is the big uh, cigar and bourbon dinner and that thing sells out before you even put your website up
5: well you know i have to tell you just to bring you up to speed almost everything is sold out
0: that is a good that's a good problem to have
5: yes it is and you know we have added several new events this year uh and those are already sold out we are having a luncheon uh that it, one of the bourbon sponsors a luncheon which will be woodford reserve at the dinner train at the uh and it's sold out so to, you know we've added that we've added uh, elocution which is also goes at the same time as the black tie uh saturday night and it will be just for the craft distillers and they will be making cocktails
0: and I'm looking here. I mean, you've got there. There must be a hundred different events going on. You even got one for the for the uh, the ladies. You've got uh, Peggy No Stevens, the former Master Bourbon Taster, um, and and actually probably Jim Beam, I'm sure. Uh, she's holding uh, a tasting just for the ladies. You've got I know the big golf tournament where you're very cigar friendly, and and people that participate get cigars. There's different mixology and and uh, and galas. So it's really uh, there's something for everybody. Now, if somebody wants to come to Kentucky throughout the course of the year and 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 tour the various distilleries they can do that every any time of year correct
5: yes they can and, and we welcome them to come
0: and and would and is that uh, known as the the bourbon trail yes it is all right so what what distilleries would we see on the bourbon trail
5: well you would uh, you would see uh jim beam which starts at just right outside the Nelson County-Bardstown area. Right. And uh, Four Roses, there they have a small bottling plant right along that main thoroughfare on 245, and you would come into Bardstown and, of course, Heaven Hill and on down through the country for Maker's Mark. Uh, then uh, you go up to Wild Turkey, Four Roses, and Woodford Reserve.
0: So you've got all the majors now. Are you starting to see, I know that in cigars we see a proliferation of uh, of, of, of boutique uh, manufacturers, and I know that there's been a resurgence, really, of of craft distillers. Do you see this, the, the craft distillery um, area rising in Kentucky, or is it primarily just outside of Kentucky?
5: I see it rising all over. I really do. Uh, There's several that are here in Kentucky, and more every day. But I see it rising throughout with the uh, Moonshine University and the ADI and the different uh, people that are assisting.
0: You know, uh, I, I love that name, Moonshine University. I'd love to be able to tell us where did you go to school. I went to MU moonshine University I love that you know what did you what did you graduate in uh, bootlegging and uh, and uh, distilling that's that's those are two great majors I have to tell you
5: well, and, and you certainly feel good about it all the time,
0: too. No doubt about it. No question about it. And uh, I would assume that probably hotels are very difficult to come by uh, for the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, which is the 17th to the 22nd. And I should tell you that Sommelier Dave Cavanus, who is our resident sommelier here at the Cigar Dave Show, he is attending this year, so he will be coming up, and I'm going to give him your number because he's going to be coming back with a full report. We're doing a, a complete bourbon tasting the, uh, the last Saturday of the month so we're very excited about that he's excited to go up and I'm sure he'll have a magnificent time and if people I am,
5: that's and, and, wonderful.
0: Yeah, That's so wonderful. And, I, and I'm and sure, i sure I told him to bring back plenty of samples, so I, I know that he will do that.
5: Well, and you make sure that he stops by the office and introduces himself.
0: Oh, he will. You can be sure. And the, the website is kybourbonfestival.com, kybourbonfestival.com, the Bourbon Festival, September 17th to 22nd. Linda Harrison, Executive Director of the Bourbon Festival. Have a wonderful festival this year. I can't wait to get a full report.
5: Cheers to you, Cigar
0: And Dave. back at you, Linda Harrison. And and I have to tell you, that that is one thing. I keep saying every year I'm going to go up and do it. Next year, we're going to do it. We're going to bring, by next year, we'll have the full uh, Cigar Dave uh, television operation in full gear. And we'll be able to do some live televised broadcasts like we did from the IPCPR convention. 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Let's go to Brian in the People's Republic of California.
6: Long asses, General.
0: Back at you. Why
6: don't you have a sip of that fine bourbon for me? I've had a recent back surgery, and the medication won't allow me to enjoy that.
0: Well, Brian, I want you to stay right there. Are you on your back right now? Are you resting? I'm resting comfortably, right. thank Tell you. Tell what, you rest while I do the work as I as I do an elbow twist here. I'm doing some elbow twists, some good exercises. I'm taking my glass. I will bring it to my my lips. I will take a sip. Oh. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm. Smooth. Oh
6: boy, that's mm. really nice.
0: I'll tell you what. I had enough bourbon in that last shot for both of us, so don't worry. Wow. You can live vicariously through me, and uh, we of course <laughs> wish you a speedy recovery, so that when you are better and you're off the medication, you can enjoy some great bourbon.
6: I do appreciate that, sir. Thank you so very, very much. And, and you know, and I'd like to continue to be a part of this alpha male. Uh, society that seems to be diminishing every day, I, I, the wussification of, of, of America is certainly present in my community. <laughs>
0: uh, and not just your community, Brian, I would say it's the wussification, the emasculation, of the American male has been going on in every community in this country for probably in excess of 40 years. I would say heavily for probably the last 30 years, but uh, go back 40 years or so. And that's when we, we see the, the roots of the American male emasculation uh, movement going back to the rise of feminism, where basically the feminists had to blame somebody. And so they lashed out at men. And if you look at most of these feminists, these are women that, have a difficult time attracting a man. These are, these are women that, that by any stretch of the imagination are not the most feminine of women. And uh, so therefore they feel that they have to take their anger out. And if you take a look at most women, most of my female friends, they like the company of men. They like the company of alpha males. They're not intimidated by that. They appreciate a strong man. The only people you find intimidated by that really are the feminists that can't get a man. And so I have offered and I am offering to any feminist who cannot get a man, any feminist that has facial hair or that has a goatee or a beard thicker than I do, I will be happy to take you to the finest salons in the Cigar City. We'll do this as an experiment, and in fact, we will tape this, we will post this on the website. I I make this offer to any feminist that would like to get a man, that would like to be happy we will take you to get a makeover. We will get the facial hair uh, removed. We will get the. Uh, your, 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 we'll take you to the salon. We'll get a proper coiffure. We'll get your hair colored. We'll take you for a makeover. We'll take you to the mall to uh, to go to cachet or BB and and look a little hot. Start to dress like a feminine woman. And I'm telling you that this five star can convert. A feminist with facial hair that can't get a man, I guarantee you she will get laid in a matter of days, maybe even days, maybe hours when I am done with her. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Uh,
6: I understand why. (laughs) Guaranteed.
0: Look, and I'm doing that as part of community service. We all have to give back. And there are those women that don't know how to attract a man. And I want to teach them how to get a man so that they can be happy like all of my female friends that appreciate alpha males, that respect alpha males, that crave alpha male strength and knowledge and manners. That's what they want, and I'll be happy to deliver it to them.
6: Yes, sir, they do, and they absolutely would benefit if they would simply allow us to enjoy smoking a cigar when we want to, no controlling of that, let's have an equal understanding. Why don't you step up and be the type of woman, as, if you want to be treated as an, as an, as an equal or as, as someone who is part of this movement, then I think you should also be one who does not discourage stopping at the rest stop for half an hour to smoke a cigar.
0: That's, there's nothing wrong with that at all, and I will tell you that the women that you want to date, the women you want to end up with, those are the women that want the alpha males, that appreciate, that realize that there is something very, uh, let's just say, I would say it is an aphrodisiac to many women because what are women attracted to? They're attracted to confidence, sense of humor, power or perception of power. That's reality. And if you go back even to the caveman days, what were men looking for, or what were women looking for in a mate? While they were back in the cave taking care of uh, the little ones and and taking care of uh, uh, cooking the food that that their man went out and hunted for with his big billy club, they wanted the strong man that could provide. That's what they want. And what has happened over the last 30, 40 years is that the male backbone, the nads of males have been just lopped off And they they walk, men in general, if you look at many wussified beta males, they walked hunched over with their head between their tails in a state of despair, that they are almost resigned to the fact that... They are afraid to be successful. That that they, they they should be kept down. That they are evil. They are evil for being a male. That all the problems. You know, when I hear Nancy Pelosi and Gloria Steinem and all these other these other women say, "Oh, the glass ceiling. We have to shatter the glass ceiling." You had a woman Speaker of the House. You have women CEOs, women physicians, attorneys, women on the Supreme Court, women in every segment of business and society that have been very successful. Who the hell is stopping them? Nobody. The only one that wants to keep preaching this nonsense are the feminists to perpetuate this fraud that women can't get ahead and that men are the cause of all evil. It is a giant fraud, and smart women across America have realized this and said, you know what? We were believing all this nonsense. It's not true. That's why you have many women who have been in the career in, in in professional careers look and say, you know what? I want more than that. I want more than just my career. And we see that uh, coast to coast today. So, the feminist movement dwindling. There's no question about it because women can go to college, grad school. They can do anything they want. There's nobody stopping them. And it's kind of like when you hear Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson wanting to keep their communities down and impoverished. Same thing with these feminist leaders. They want people to think. They want the women to think that actually there are there's an evil network of men trying to keep them down when nothing could be further from the truth it is a fallacy but the only way they de- derive their power for the national organization of women is to keep pounding on the desk that woe is is women woe are women because the men the evil men are keeping us down and we must do all we can take a look at go go look at any meeting take picture look at pictures of any meeting of the national association of women and i will let you be the judge of what you know, get your impressions of what you think they are. I told you what I think they are, and uh, and I think most people would agree with me. There is not too many hot women in the feminist movement, and that's because all the hot women are happy and like the company of alpha males.
6: I concur. You know, and I submit to you, Dave, that if, if I can help the, the next generation of alpha males see what a true, the true balance in life can be like, but they aren't because they have no father. They have no respect. They have this sense of entitlement. They don't even know what it's like to work an 8 hour day. Those are the people that need to be fully and more educated, or we will never have that balance that you so much and I desire.
0: Brian, you are exactly right. And one thing I will tell you is that uh, it's not just uh, men. I mean, w- you know, we're seeing I- – I saw some girls yesterday. I was out and about probably six girls between 17 and 20 who uh, had little manners – uh, were frankly very rude. Who uh, had a sense of entitlement. I was just listening to what they had to say and how they acted, and uh, they thought the world should be handed to them. And their parents didn't do them any favors. And so I think what we see is when you look at an alpha male, and you can say this as well for women. I think that alpha males in general, when you the term connotes somebody who is successful, works hard, who has manners, who has classed, who is civilized, who uh, who, who I think is uh, philanthropic. That encompasses what the alpha male is all about in addition to enjoying the good life. But we see that there are women that also fit that category in as much that... They have manners, and they are philanthropic, and they give back. But then you see other people, whether it's boys or, or or young adults or men. And I think part of the millennial generation, part of them, the 17 to early 20s, they just have this sense of entitlement. And I'm going to tell you that they are going to get a rude awakening. They're going to get knocked on their ass pretty quick when all of a sudden – that uh, they go out in the real world and nothing is handed to them. And the problem is this is all part of the entitlement society. And uh, we see it now even with with government. People get so dependent thinking, hey – everybody should be equal. I should have my Mercedes. I should have my uh, BMW. I should have my caddy. I should have my mega uh, mega Mansion. I should have uh, 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 ev- I should have everything handed to me. That's not how it works. But we as alpha males know that and we appreciate that. So Brian, here's what I'm going to do for you. You first of all, I wish you a uh, speedy recovery. Uh, second thing is uh, uh, being that you are uh, uh, spreading the gospel of the alpha male lifestyle, I need to send you a cigar. That I think is appropriate for that occasion. So I'm going to send you the new Monty by Monte Cristo. This is being released in the next couple of weeks. You should have it, I would say, probably, oh, by, let's see, third week of September. A beautiful cigar. We talked about it actually last week uh, at the uh, on the show that we we uh, broadcast live from the IPCPR. It is a wonderful cigar. Uses a beautiful Ecuadorian wrapper, Nicaraguan Dominican filler. Nice price in the nine dollar to ten dollar category. Uh, medium, medium plus. Very nice stick. It's coming your way.
6: Thank you very much, Dave. That sounds fantastic. I can't wait to enjoy it and listen to you continue. The wonderful job that you
0: do, sir. Thank you. Brian, I appreciate it. Stand by. Lieutenants, we are celebrating bourbon. We are celebrating our alphaness, and we are celebrating the good life. We don't apologize for that. I cannot help it if we as alpha males have great class, great character, great manners, and we are happy people. You never have to apologize for that. 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. We shall continue as we celebrate National Bourbon Heritage Month and all things associated with the alpha male lifestyle, next. Cigars,
1: spirits, diversions, dames, and the alpha male good life, the Cigar Cigar Dave Dave Show.
7: Hi, this is Rocky Patel and every day our personal rights and privileges are being taken away by the federal government. So we can enjoy what we love, our cigars. We introduce the freedom to celebrate all the time and energy spent in Washington, D.C., fighting for the rights of cigar smokers and against unfair tax and regulation. This cigar has a beautiful escrow wrapper that when combined with the variety of Nicaraguan tobaccos produces a rich, spicy flavor. The smoke of this complex cigar introduces spice with hints of sweet espresso and cocoa with a slight touch of oak and nut on the back of your palate. So celebrate life and protect your right by enjoying and reaching out for a Rocky Patel Freedom Cigar. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com.
8: Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
1: And not stirred and dames racked and stacked. Continues cigar Dave show pleasure maneuvers.
0: Well, this uh, song gets me in the mood for fine cigars. Actually, it gets me in the mood for cigars, bourbon, enjoying the good life. And we've got six of our high defs here in Humidor 1A, all tuned to various football games. And here's the best way to celebrate Saturdays, is have on your screen or screens football. Have in front of you your cigar accoutrements, your libations. Have your, your entire self propped up in a comfy leather chair with your feet propped up on an ottoman. And make sure that you have your iPhone, your iPad, or your Android device on the Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen live, or you can tune to your favorite local affiliate, or you can listen to us online at CigarDave.com. Multiple ways, listen while you watch, and enjoy Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers. I think that is an absolutely fantastic way to go. We have much more coming your way, hour number two. We'll continue talking about bourbon. I've got two other bourbons I want to sample. The Jim Beam Black Double Aged Eight and the Jefferson's Presidential 17-Year-Old Select. And I also want to have a discussion about the softening of whiskeys, if you will. It's gone soft. There's flavors like cotton candy and, and honey and vanilla and cinnamon and Cinnabon. It's like what has happened to our bourbons and our whiskeys. So we'll talk about that. Much more information about some new cigars to be on the lookout. We celebrate the alpha male lifestyle. 877-DAVE-007. Our number two is next. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern time at 877 328 Three thousand seven.
1: This. this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. network, 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 network. Broadcasting from Humidor One A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida.
0: Well, I've got my cigar. I have my libation appropriately. One libation. I've got three. If you're going to celebrate National Bourbon Heritage Month, you need to do it properly. So I have already completed the sampling of my Jim Beam four-year-old Kentucky straight whiskey. Next up will be the Jefferson's presidential 17-year-old select, followed by the Jim Beam black double-aged eight. I have a wonderful selection. I have a beautiful Very full-flavored, robust, but pleasant. La Flor Dominicana, Colorado Oscuro. I have got six TVs all set to various college football games. My favorite time of the year, Bourbon Heritage Month. We've got college football, the National Football League, even though it did kick off on Thursday, really kicks off tomorrow. And, of course, celebrating two hours or one hour to go of the alpha male lifestyle with you. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show, 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. Email address CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Follow me at Twitter at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook like our page, facebook.com slash Cigar Dave, and check out the new, improved, up-to-date Cigar And we will be conducting next week a uh, video uh, bourbon tasting of numerous various bourbons. We'll pair them up with some cigars, and we will post that. Just keep, uh, keep following us on any of the aforementioned social media sites, and you will be the first to know. Uh, at the end of the last hour, I talked about the changing face of whiskey. Bourbons, whiskeys, the fact that flavors now seem to be entering into many of the manufacturers. And that's one of the reasons why bourbon has grown uh, dramatically. Jim Beam launched their Red Stag a few years ago, which has hints of cherry. Actually tastes like cherry cough medicine was uh, poured right into the Jim Beam. I don't care for it, but apparently it's not apparently it is flying off the shelves. Jack Daniels launched their Tennessee Honey. And what has happened now is that even though bourbon and whiskey was recognized as a masculine male type of drink, things are changing. Because if you go to any of your liquor store shelves, you will see that whiskey is now taking a page out of vodka. We see all these flavored vodkas, citrus and lemon and lime and cinnamon, orange, seeing the exact same thing now going on with bourbon. And apparently... From uh, industry sources, from what I gather, flavored whiskey is generating uh, a a lot of the growth right now for the industry. And one theory of the popularity of flavored whiskeys and bourbons is that women now feel more, it's more approachable for women to sample and taste. Personally, when I enjoy a distilled spirit or a cigar, I don't want to taste anything except the natural cigar tobaccos, the wrapper, filler, binder, or the spirits distilled in the barrel. I don't want to taste any added ingredients. I'll give you a perfect example. I want to, I'm i a big Crown Royale fan. Love the Crown XR. Love the Cask 16. Love Crown Royale. Well, they came out with Crown Royal Maple. So I figured that Crown Royal was being aged in maple barrels. So I bought a bottle. To my surprise, it was like drinking Aunt Jemima straight from the bottle. It tasted exactly like maple-flavored pancake syrup. Did not care for it in the least. In any way, shape, or form was not my cup of tea. In fact, I think I had maybe a, uh, a, a shot or two just to taste it. And then I tried it with a, a mixer... Didn't care for it all, and I gave it to a friend of mine who thought that the Crown Royal Maple was absolutely fantastic. He loved it. And in fact, I have a feeling he was probably using it on his ribs and some of his barbecue chicken and other smoked items, which would be more of an appropriate use for it. Just didn't care for it at all. But we're seeing many women that are attracted to bourbon and whiskey and traditionally male-oriented distilled spirits because it does have some sort of flavoring. I was reading an article, and one of the people that they interviewed was a woman from Alabama. And she says that she prefers the cinnamon flavor to the regular drink. She said, fireball whiskey tastes like Big Red in liquid form. Well, if I wanted Big Red, I would go out and buy a pack of Wrigley's Big Red. Or I'd get one of those cinnamon you know, uh, uh, jawbreakers or whatever you call them. When I enjoy a distilled spirit, I want to taste the actual spirit. I want to taste the Jim Beam. I want to taste the Angel's Envy. I want to taste the Crown Royal. I want to taste the Glenlivet. I want to taste the, the Balvini. I don't want to taste anything else except the Distilled Spirit. But we're seeing many people that are buying that, and uh, including men. So you have to wonder, again, does that relate to the wussification of the American male, where the traditional bourbon or whiskey is too strong for them? They want something more chickified. Something with the flavor, something with strawberry, something with peach, something with cinnamon, something with honey. Not for me. Interesting story out of uh, Pittsburgh. A man in Pittsburgh is accused of drinking 52 bottles of historic whiskey. He was in charge of safekeeping. Charges were brought against John Saunders, the 62-year-old caretaker of the South Broadway Manor Bed and Breakfast uh, outside of Pittsburgh. He was uh, charged with safeguarding the bottles of whiskey. Well, this particular whiskey wasn't your normal run-of-the-mill Jim Beam or your normal run-of-the-mill whiskey that you buy for $10, $15, or $20. 104 bottles of Old Farm Pure Rye Whiskey was found under a flight of stairs at the South Broadway Manor Bed and Breakfast. The bottles were distilled in 1912, and believed to be part of a historical whiskey collection consumed by Henry Frick and Andrew Carnegie, according to the inn's uh, uh, in, according to the innkeeper. The whiskey appraiser estimated that the value of the bottles that Mr. Saunders drank. Was worth hundred and two thousand four hundred dollars, hundred three thousand bucks of whiskey, fifty two bottles. Now, the way that they found out that Mister Saunders was the guy who did, uh, who actually consumed the whiskey, is they did a DNA test. The police did a DNA test. It confirmed his DNA on the empty bottles. He was charged with felony theft and receiving stolen property. But wait, there's more. It appears that Mr. Saunders is awaiting a liver transplant. You cannot make that up. So he drinks, they find 104 bottles, of which 52 bottles gone, empty. And the person in charge of taking care of him ends up drinking half the stash worth 103000 bucks, and he's awaiting a liver transplant. Any surprise there? Not exactly. All right, lieutenants, when we come back, I am going to sample number two on my bourbon tasting today, the Jefferson's Presidential-Aged 17-Year-Old. Now, normally you'd probably go with the Jim Beam Double-Aged Black, eight years old, then move to the 17. I'm going to go out of order. I can't wait. I want to try this Jefferson's Presidential. I bought this two years ago. I've only taken, consumed maybe the equivalent of, uh, oh, maybe two and a half shots out of this bottle. 94 proof. alcohol by volume. I'll tell you about this very unique boutique brand. We will talk cigars. We will talk the alpha male lifestyle. We will take your calls at 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. We will continue. Your
1: passport to pleasure. Pleasure. The Cigar Dave Show. The General pontificates 24-7 on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show.
7: Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade.
9: I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, It's my favorite.
7: You know what, Nish and Rocky? You both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com.
8: Surgeon General warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
0: The brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand-new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device you can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available Cigar Dave daily briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to The Cigar Dave Show anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app.
3: You've heard the expression, the rich get richer. It happens in the real world. Fortunately for aficionados, it's now happening in the world of cigars. Because now, those of you who relish the satisfaction of a rich, full-flavored cigar can experience something even richer. The Juan Lopez Cigar. Juan Lopez is handmade with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco, considered by many to be the richest leaves on earth. It is this ultra-rich tobacco that gives Juan Lopez cigars their extraordinary flavor. So if you enjoy the pleasures of a richer cigar, kick your taste buds up a notch with a Juan Lopez. For the tobacconist nearest you, Visit www.JuanLopezCigars.com. Surgeon General
8: Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale.
1: Standing in the face of gale-force winds of political correctness, it's the General Cigar Dave.
3: There are many choices
1: in this life that we don't get to make. Like who's your bar
3: and where
6: you're from, and when the leaves are down, it's time to rake. But you can choose your
2: drinking partner, and mine ain't from
1: Tennessee. Yes, it's straight Kentucky bourbon for me. Oh, it's sweet Kentucky bourbon for me.
0: Well, without any further delay, let me grab my Jefferson's presidential 17 year old select, beautiful looking bottle. I will pour this into my special whiskey snifter I will swirl it around and again we will follow the proper method to taste the bourbon I'm looking at the color now comparing this color to the Jim Beam which is age four years this is certainly a little bit on the darker side a darker almost deep caramel color so it's going to be a little bit more complex obviously age 17 years 17 years compared to a whiskey that's age four years let me uh, put my uh, nose and check out the aroma here my lips are apart Oh my God, that has now that has notes of honey, a little bit of a, a vanilla, very nice. I will now taste it using the Kentucky chew where I'm going to chew it in my mouth so that I really get all the flavors in my palate. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Woo. The finish, first of all, the taste. Bold, full, very rich, very hearty. The finish, major warmth, major aroma kickback in the nasal cavities. Seventeen years in the in the uh, charred oak cask that is, or in the barrel, is going to produce much heartier flavors. It's going to pick up more taste and texture of the charred oak. Certainly, very different than a four-year-old. That is uh, relatively young. Not overly young. Uh, two years would be young, but four years is about, uh, I would say, average. But then when you go into 17, that really has much more kick. Very elegantly uh, crafted bourbon, and it is muted by a little bit of wheat. So there's a little bit of wheat in the mash. So it's got to be at least 51% corn, but there is a little bit of wheat to soften this. Because again, when you are going to have a bourbon or a spirit, Aged in the barrel for 17 years, you have to soften it up a little bit or it'll be just a little bit uh, too hardy. Very, very firm body, very complete finish. This is really for the connoisseur, somebody that is looking for something unique that's different, not a bourbon that you would mix with, say, some sort of uh, water or or other sort of uh, carbonated beverage. This is a sipping whiskey. Put it in a snifter and drink it without any other additives except just the plain bourbon. This is a beautiful bourbon, a lot of flavor, perfect combination with my La Flor Dominicana Colorado Oscuro. And I knew that when I selected the cigar, I needed a cigar that was going to hold up to some of these older-aged bourbons. It has done just that. Let's say hello to Matt in Michigan. Big game tonight in the big house, Notre Dame and Michigan. Yes, sir. Who are you rooting for? Back at you. Who are you rooting for? Michigan. All right, just checking. Just checking. (laughs) You know, there's some Closet Notre Dame fans up in Michigan. You know that. Oh, I know there is. They're all over. All right, well, I saw – actually, it's interesting. I talked to Lee Corso this morning, early this morning before his show, and uh, uh, I asked Lee who his prediction, he's predicting Notre Dame for the upset. There you go. I don't know. I think I'm going to go with uh, Michigan in the big house. Yep. All right, what can we do oh, for you, Matt?
6: All right,
10: I've got family in Norfolk, Virginia, and for the last couple of years I go down there and I'm trying to find a cigar shop. I ask around and people look at me like I'm stupid.
0: I in, can't where, find in, in In Norfolk?
10: Yeah, I don't know why. I know there should be some there and I can't find them.
0: Let me ask you a question, Matt. Have you ever heard of a search engine called Google or Bing.
10: <laughs> yeah, and I, I look it up, and I don't know why. Whenever I go follow the directions, apparently I turn around
0: a wrong road or something. I can't find it. Well, I'm looking right online here. There's Emerson's cigars. There is uh, Smoke Shack. There's a number of those. Uh, uh-huh. And I'm going to tell you that Emerson's looks like a pretty good place. Well, looks like a great place. So, okay. uh, I, I, you know, sometimes just a Google search. And do you have a mobile phone? Yes, I do. Do you have like a smartphone, like an iPhone, iPhone or a Droid? Droid. Okay, if you got the Droid, you know, you can get the uh, Around Me app or you can even get the uh, Google Maps that are that I think uh, standard on there and you just type in right. cigars and, man, it gives you all over the place. I mean, it gives you a ton of places where you can go. I use that when I'm traveling all the time. I want a cigar, I want a steak, or I want to go uh, somewhere for a uh, glass of wine or a libation. Works like a charm.
10: I like I said I don't know why but whenever I follow the directions on it I like I said I don't know if I screw up and I turn the wrong way or something but it's
0: not where it's supposed to be. All right, well I mean I'm looking here. They've got one in uh, the Hampton Peninsula Town Center. They got one in uh, Chesapeake in the Greenbrier area. They got one in downtown Norfolk. They got one in Virginia Beach. Actually two in Virginia Beach. I mean you should have no problem finding uh, finding Emerson's. Looks like right. a good place. Looks like a good place. And I, and I have to tell you something. And, Matt, by the way, here's what I'll do for you. Uh, by the way, Matt, I don't know if you've ever heard. Did, did you realize they now have something called color television where you can actually see the pictures, moving pictures in color? It's amazing. What? Yeah, I know. Is that crazy? Can you believe <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You've got an Android. you got to be able to find the place. But but let me – and here's what I'll do for you. I'm going to get on another tangent here. But, Matt, let me send you out uh, – what do I have here that I think you would enjoy? What do you like, a mild, medium, or full?
11: Uh, lately, I've been really liking the Hatchet Cuba Cuba's lately.
0: Well, that's kind of a flavored cigar, so I uh, don't have anything in the... F- I've got something that I think you are going to very much enjoy. Let me okay. see if I have it here. I know I've got a couple of... Ah, I do. This is a cigar from uh, Royal Gold Cigars. It is called Kismet, and this okay. is a brand-new cigar. It. We talked about it at the uh, IPCPR convention we had uh, uh, Alex Goldman on from uh, yep. Royal Gold Cigars. And this yeah, cigar, yeah, you heard it. This Kismet is going to be a great cigar. It's a beautiful, beautiful-looking cigar. And uh, we'll send this out to you. It's going to be on the medium-bodied side, made down of the Dominican Republic. Beautiful-looking stick. We'll send you out a nice little sampler of those. Cool. And, in fact, those, I think, are shipping in about a couple of weeks. So you're going to be one of the first in the country to actually have this brand-new Kismet by Royal Gold. Beautiful-looking stick. Well, I appreciate it very much. My pleasure. Stand by. And I do want to say something. You know, Talk about directions. I I don't know what it is. Over the last number of weeks, I have uh, talked to people who were, for whatever reason, I've given them directions to my office or where I'm going to be, and they'll tell me, okay, I plugged in the GPS, and it's not. I'm not there. And I'm like, okay, well, where are you? And they tell me where they are. And I'm like, yeah, you're like 50 yards from the entrance to my office. And what is amazing, and I think this is a problem, and this is part of, I don't necessarily go on the wussification, but we are now going into an era where people aren't using their own brains. They're relying everything on GPS. And I can tell you that GPS does not always give you the correct direction. It doesn't give you the right, the the fastest way necessarily. I mean, I remember I plugged something into a GPS in a rental car I had about uh, two months ago. And literally, it was only about four miles from where I was going. And I plugged it in, and the route that it gave me, it showed like 12.8 miles. I'm like, this is not right. Well, it gave me the most circuitous route you could find. But because I am an alpha male with a brain, I realized that is not correct. I used common sense. And I made a manual change. Unfortunately, I think as we rely on all this technology, we're losing our ability to think for ourselves. That is a very dangerous dilemma. Just because a GPS tells you something or a computer tells you something doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be right or it's going to be the optimal solution. So, as alpha males, we have a brain. We must use it. Keep the gray matter moving. Do not rely necessarily on a GPS device. Common sense, I know. It's just a crazy thing.
1: Alpha Male Conversational Maneuvers continue on The Cigar Dave Show. of wreckage and stackage in your daily diet. Screw the fruits and vegetables.
0: Just saw a tweet from Lieutenant Anthony up in Newmarket, Ontario. He's got a picture saying, this is what my world looks like. And he's got three pictures. He's got a Romeo e Julietta, Romeo by Romeo and Julieta with Red Stag. He's got uh, his uh, outdoor man cave. He's got the TV set on football, some comfortable chairs, the big Alabama fan up in Newmarket, Ontario. And uh, he's got another picture showing a little close-up of the TV. That is a beautiful way to enjoy a September afternoon. Of course, football, cigars, libations, and the general. A perfect combination. Let's say hello to uh, Mike up in uh, Texas. You are front and center.
10: Long answers, general. Back at you. Well, I'm up here in the heart of Enemy of Pleasure Territory, so it's a top-secret location.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. You said you're in the where of, uh, in, in the, in the, in the hot? In the heart. It's that Boston I, I, accent. I, I knew that. I was just giving you a hard time. <laughs>
10: <laughs> I hear it everywhere I go.
0: I'm sure you do. The heart of Massachusetts. <laughs> Don't start sounding like a Kennedy now. I will
10: not do that ever. General, I have a quick question yes, for sir. you, Yes, sir. Uh, I was fortunate enough a couple years ago to win a box of Gurkha His Majesty Reserve in a raffle. And I took them out of the box. They're in nice glass tubes with some wax on the end of them. And I know I listen to you uh, religiously, and I know that you say take the cigars out of the wrapper and put them in your humidor so they can age properly. And I'm not planning on smoking these for about five years. I'm in law enforcement. I'm looking to retire in about five years, and I figured I'd have a nice party with some friends and, break those out. And I'm just wondering should I keep them in those glass tubes or should I take them out and leave them in the humidor?
0: Uh you could keep them in the glass tubes. The, the thing about a glass tube is that it, it will still allow the the uh the humidified air to get around it and it's not like a cellophane. So you could keep them in the plastic plas- or the uh, glass tubes because it will still breathe. It's not the 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 uh, the tube isn't making really direct contact with the entire wrapper. What I would do is if you do have a good humidor I would separate those cigars. So I would put them maybe on the bottom of the humidor, separate them with a couple of cedar sheets, keep the tubes, and that way you can uh, you can go ahead and, and put it back in the tube. So when you want to celebrate, you hand them out in the tubes. I think that would be a good way. The optimal way to age a cigar is really outside of a tube or outside, definitely outside of cellophane. But if somebody's going to age their cigars for a short period of time, not a big deal. You could keep them in the tube. But if you're talking five years, I would make sure you, uh, you take those out of the tube. And I would say this. You're probably not going to want to wait five years to enjoy one of those uh, Gurkha uh, uh, HMRs. That's a pretty good cigar and a very expensive cigar.
10: Yeah, it's been hard to wait. I might have to crack a couple open with a couple of good buddies. And uh, what should I uh, pair that with where it's got some Louis Thirteenth in there? And I know I'm not going to be able to purchase a bottle of that. Uh, what should
0: I pair that with? Uh, I would pair them? it up with another, uh, certainly with another Cognac. I mean, you get a nice XO. I, I would probably uh, uh, recommend that. You could certainly do a uh, Remy Martin uh, XO. You could do a Corvassier XO. I would say an XO, not a VSOP. You want something that's going to be a little bit uh, on the uh, higher end to go with that higher end cigar. That would be a good combination for you.
10: Excellent. I appreciate it, General. Thank you for what you do, and uh, I'll be listening every week.
0: Not a problem, Mike. Here's what I want to do for you, because obviously you like a cigar that's got a little bit of flavor to it. There's a cigar that Rocky makes, Rocky Patel, the Rocky Patel Edge Habano. It is one of these cigars that really, to me, is like a hidden gem. It does not get all the love that it should. Uh, it's a great price in the $6, 6 dollars half dollar category, but it is an absolutely... Uh, beautiful cigar. In fact, I was down visiting Rocky. I remember about six months ago, and I pulled a box. I was in the warehouse, and uh, I, I just grabbed a box as I always do, and just made myself right at home. And that cigar just blew me away. Phenomenal taste, uh, smooth, medium to full, just very, very balanced, very complex. Nice flavored cigar at a nice price. I mean, you're, you're talking about a cigar that's probably six bucks uh, without any taxes and so on. But a great cigar. I'm going to send some of those out to you to enjoy. I think you're going to really like these. uses a, uh, a special leaf, and I'm sworn to secrecy, of secret tobacco from a country in Central America, not necessarily known for, for uh, tobacco, but it is a beautiful cigar, and that one little strip makes a huge difference. I look forward to that, General. Thank you. Mike, sounds like a winner. And uh, don't hang out with any Kennedys now that you're up in Massachusetts. Absolutely not. All right, good man. Let's say hello to a Daryl out in San Diego, People's Republic of California. General, Star
6: long ashes. Back at you. I was just wondering, what's a good drink to drink when you're a recovering alcoholic with a Maduro?
0: <laughs> well, definitely not alcohol. Right. (laughs) So Bourbon Heritage Month would be out for you, Daryl. And uh, same thing next month for Cigar Oktoberfest. I'll tell you what I like with with a Maduro is uh, espresso. Some freshly made espresso. Or a okay. very nice, robust cup of, uh, of of coffee. Some Cuban coffee is great. I would tell you that some espresso, the Ely espresso is very good. There is a number of fresh espressos. You can go to Starbucks. Starbucks, although I don't like to go to Starbucks because they're not cigar friendly. But there are other roasters, I'm sure, in San Diego that you can go to and get a fresh cup of uh, just Freshly made espresso where the beans have just been ground and you get a really nice uh, taste and flavor. That would go beautifully with a Maduro. Okay. And there's a misnomer oh, that, that – that, and, and just a real quick thing here, Daryl. The number one beverage that I believe is, is consumed with cigars is not alcoholic-related, but it is coffee. And I think if you look around, most people really enjoy a nice, freshly brewed cup of coffee with a cigar. And when you look at both products, cigars come from the ground, natural, properly aged, same thing with coffee. And in fact, right. many of the cigar tobacco growing regions, Nicaragua, Honduras, Ecuador, uh, the Dominican in, in Puerto Rico, they grow exceptional coffee beans. And so I know that I, when I was at the La Flor de Copan factory down in Honduras a number of years ago – the coffee factory is right next door. It's a, it's a stone's throw away. And at one time, the coffee factory was owned by the same person that owned the cigar factory. That has since changed. However, we went and toured the, the coffee factory, and it was just uh, amazing how they, how they process the beans, how they harvest the beans, how they uh, roast the beans. Very unique process, and both are very similar. They both are products of Mother Nature, so they go together perfectly. And here's what I'll do, Daryl. You obviously like a Maduro cigar. So I'm yeah. going to send you out one of my favorite Maduro's, the Brick House Mighty, Mighty Maduro. That is a great cigar, big, big ring gauge. It is 6x60, six hearty cigar that will go great with a freshly brewed and ground cup of espresso.
6: Well, thank you, sir.
0: My pleasure. Stand by. The lovely we will get that out to you, 877-DAVE-007 to, let's see, where is this? Uh, Louisiana. Grant in Louisiana, you are front and center.
6: Good afternoon. Message to you, General.
0: Back at your Grants.
6: Well, you see, sir, I had a little bit of a complex question today regarding uh, cigar cutters, and um, the one I use to cut my cigars. And by the way, I smoke Romeo and Julietas quite regularly because of your recommendation. I enjoy them quite thoroughly. Um, what's happening is I have an aperture type cutter, and what's happening is. When the aperture is closing on the cigar and cutting it, it tends to pinch the tip of the cigar and pull the tobacco leaf out. And I was curious to get your opinion on what you would recommend as a good cutter that I can pick up at my local humidor so I don't have that problem anymore.
0: All right. Is that a single edge or a double-edged guillotine?
6: Uh, it's, I, I'm, I honestly couldn't tell you. I'm a novice smoker. Well, is
0: there is there one blade or two blades?
6: Um, there's four blades, it kind of swirls and pinches around
0: the cigar. It's like an aperture on a camera. Oh, okay. Mm, I know what you're talking about. All right, gotcha. Uh, well, I would say that what's probably happening is if it's if it's damaging the head of the cigar, the, the wrapper, the blades are are blunt. They're dull. That's not a good thing. A couple of cutters that I can certainly recommend for you. First, I, today I use the Xeno double-edged stainless steel cutter. Plastic cutter runs you about 35, 40 bucks. This thing will last forever. I've had one probably, or several, that uh, I've probably had maybe now 17 years, 18 years. Uh, as long as you don't lose them, they'll last forever. And they're self sharpening blades. They're German steel, self sharpening. So every time you use it, it sharpens uh, the blades. Great, great, cutter. That's a Zeno double edge, you Zeno double edge guillotine. That's correct, and it's uh, wow. got the plastic. It's plastic with uh, two nice blades. That's been a number one seller for a long time. Another cutter that I would recommend uh, that I enjoy is the Monte Cristo double edge cutter. I've used that. It's wafer thin. Comes in a nice little leatherette type uh, pouch. Very lightweight. Very thin. I think it's still made. Great cutter. And then the other one I would recommend is Zycar. Any of those three, you certainly can't go wrong. They work very well. And the most important thing is you want sharp blades. You have a dull blade. It's like if you were to take a dull blade and cut bread. It's going to smush the bread and destroy the bread. You have a nice, sharp uh, knife with a blade that's super, super sharp. That's going to just slice nicely through that bread and not make a mess. Same thing when it comes to cutting the end of your cigar. You want some nice, sharp blades on your cutter, whatever that may be.
6: Excellent. Thank you very much for the advice, Dave. I enjoy your show very thoroughly.
0: No problem. Grant, you go out and get the cutter. I'm going to send you out some of the July Officers Club selection, which was a Fonseca Classic, the Fonseca Cubano Viso Fuerte, which is a full-flavored cigar, and the new uh, Fonseca Cubano Exclusivo. Nice square press cigar, first-ever square press cigar from Fonseca. Manuel Casada did a beautiful job, medium-flavored. You're going to get three of their great cigars coming your way.
6: Excellent,
0: Dave. I look forward to seeing them and uh, reporting back to you on the taste of those. Yes, sir. Sounds like a winner. 877-DAVE-007. And I have to tell you that, you know, when you think about uh, cigars, we spend so much money on great cigars, you have to spend some money on the proper accoutrements, whether it is a cutter, a lighter, or a humidor. Uh, I see so many people that go out and buy expensive cigars. I mean, they'll spend $10, 15 $20 on a stick. And then I'll say, well, put it in there in your humidor or let it age. They go, I don't have a humidor. Well, what do you put it in? Well, I just put it in like a Ziploc bag or I put it in my refrigerator. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Worst thing you can do. Think about this. You buy a cigar for $10, $15, $20. You're going to enjoy that cigar in an hour, an hour and a half, it's done. You buy a humidor and spend $100 or $200. You're going to have that humidor forever. Make sure you get a humidor that has good seals, That uh, that that when you close it, there's no air leaking through. It's sealed nice and tight. The inside has a nice cedar, either Spanish, uh, Lebanese, or Brazilian cedar. You don't want American cedar in there. That's too pungent. That will overpower the aroma of your cigars. Anything after that is just cosmetic. You can spend $200 for a humidor. You can spend 2000 You can spend $20,000. The most important thing is you have a humidor with a proper humidification device that will maintain the humidity And you want to make sure you keep the temperature correct. You buy great cigars. You spend money on great cigars. Do yourself a favor. Invest in great accoutrements, and that'll bring that much more pleasure to your cigar passion and your cigar hobby. The final and concluding segment of this edition of The Cigar Dave Show is next. Got to sample up the Jim Black double-aged eight before the end of the show.
1: Cigars, spirits, diversions, dames, and the alpha male good life. The Cigar Cigar Dave 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 Show.
8: True excellence endures even as taste and fashions change. In the world of luxury cigars, the bold new H. Upman Legacy embodies this legendary brand's true excellence in a stylish contemporary cigar. To smoke an H. Upman Legacy is to experience a modern legacy. A modern legacy that begins with select leaves from the excellent 2008 vintage. Leaves cultivated from seeds prized by growers for generations. A dark mountain-grown Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, highlight highlights the robust blend. Flawless craftsmanship, and H. Upman Hallmark, is evident in Legacy. Created by the loving hands of dedicated artisans, Legacy is a vibrant, complex, fuller-bodied smoke favored by today's connoisseur. Experience a modern Legacy, H. Upman Legacy, true excellence in a cigar crafted for today. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease.
9: Now, a few words from Nish Patel about the Zen. Hi, this is Nish Patel, and I'd like to introduce my new cigar called Zen by Nish Patel, and that is X-E-N, Zen by Nish Patel. When my brother Rocky told me, I want you to blend a Connecticut Shade wrapper I said, me, smoking a Connecticut, I'd better make it a Connecticut with an attitude. This cigar has a beautiful Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. It's got two binders, one from Palmastron Valley and from Esteli, Nicaragua. The filler has got Lijero from Esteli, got some Viso from Condega, and some Seiko from Jalapa. I tell you, when you smoke this cigar, it's like a party in your mouth. A lot of sweet spice, hints of cedar, hints of espresso. You will not be disappointed. I implore you, go out, get yourself a Zen by Nish Patel. It's gonna be the best cigar you have tried in a long time. Surgeon
8: General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
1: S.D.A. certified alpha male with zero trace of woosification. It's the General Cigar, Cigar Dave. Dave.
0: I said that I had three bourbons that I would sample today in honor of National Bourbon Heritage Month. I have already sampled two. One to go. I started with the Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, the white label, aged four years. Nice mild to medium in complexion. Then I went up to the Jefferson's Presidential 17-year-old Select. Very Very robust, very, very powerful, very flavorful, very elegant, and certainly a connoisseur's sipping bourbon. Now I'm going to go to one of my favorites, Jim Beam Black Double Aged 8. It is Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, aged 8 years, 86 proof. So where is the Jim Beam White? Their flagship brand is aged for 4 years. This is aged for 8 years. And again, when I look at the color... And compared to the Jim Beam 4, which is the white label, this is probably more than double as dark as the Jim Beam white. Why? Well, it's been in the charred oak barrels for double the amount of time, eight years. And over that time, it will pick up the color and the nuances from the barrel. I will pour a little sip into my whiskey-tasting snifter. And again, I'm going to swirl it around in the bottom of the bowl, and I... Tweeted out a picture earlier of all my selections, and I uh, tweeted out a picture that included the glass. And you can get these glasses at Crate and Barrel. They're pretty reasonably priced. I think they're like 6 7 bucks, something along those lines. But a very elegant way to sample, I will say cheers. Looking at the color, again, it is much deeper than the regular Jim Beam white label. I'm going to smell the aroma here. My lips are apart. I'm going to breathe in. One more time. Very pleasant, very uh, aromatic, very flavorful, multiple uh, different notes. Got a little bit of honey, actually, on the nose on that one, and I'm going to taste and do the Kentucky Chew. Mm. Mm. Ah. Finish. Nice warmth on the palate. Not overpowering. No back finish, what I call. So I'm not getting any aromas back into the nasal cavity like I did with the Jefferson's 17. Very nice, very smooth. And again, it is certainly a different taste. A little bit more flavorful, but very, very smooth. Still on the mellow side. When I say mellow, it's going to be on the medium side. No bourbon is totally mellow. But a very, very smooth, uh, enjoyable whiskey or bourbon whiskey. And even though you could enjoy this just sipping straight, you could use some mixers on this. So there's no question that you could do bourbon and branch, which is water, branch water, Bourbon and Branch, you could uh, certainly, if you wanted to, you could do bourbon and Coke. Not that I'm a big fan of that. But nonetheless, a very, very nice whiskey, reasonably priced. I think this is about 25 a bottle, so it's not going to break the budget. Very pleasant. All three bourbons have been sampled. Perfect accompaniment to my La Flor Dominicana Colorado Oscuro as we celebrate National Bourbon Heritage Month. Quick program note before we go back to the phones. Next week we will be airing the telecast, the second telecast we did, the day two televised broadcast from the IPCPR 2013 Cigar Retailers Convention in Las Vegas in mid-July. And next week, you will hear from Rocky Patel, Nish Patel Nimish Desai from Rocky Patel Cigars. They'll be talking about the Rocky Patel Royale, the Rocky Patel Platinum, the D, and the new... Uh, bowled by Nish Patel, uh, Nick Perdomo and Nicholas Perdomo, who I'm sure are at the University of Miami game and Florida game today down in Miami. They will be joining us. We'll be talking with uh, Mike Giannini of El Credito Cigar, Rick Rodriguez of CAO Cigar. Uh, Rick uh, launched a brand-new CAO that the Flathead, which is beautiful, and Mike from El Credito has some new cigars they're launching as well. We've got Bill Spann from the IPCPR, Nestor Placencia Jr., one of the foremost growers, uh, probably the largest grower of cigar tobaccos and manufacturer of cigars in the world will be joining us. And Mel- Manuel Casada, Terry Riley of Casada Cigars, and much, much more. That is next Saturday on the Cigar Dave Show. And if you want to watch it, you can go to CigarDave.com. We've got the archive televised broadcast, and you're going to see more of that in the upcoming months and years ahead. Let's go to Bill out in California. You are front and center.
11: Oh, long ashes to you, General. Back at you. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Um, first of all, I'm kind of new. I'm new to the program, and it's, I had to get it online because the local station delays it a day. But I really enjoy your program. But every once in a while, I'll get a cigar that I'll smoke it about one half to two thirds of the way down, and it gets raspy, and then and it and it's really strange. I mean, it can be really good for about halfway, and this is on, only once in a while, and then it gets raspy, and then that tends to actually give me an upset stomach. I wonder if there's imperfections in the leaf. That causes that or what? What do you think?
0: uh, No, let me quote the great Zeno Davidoff. When somebody asked him, when do you put the cigar down? He had a very simple, succinct answer. When it no longer tastes good. Now, for some people, like me, I enjoy a cigar. Maybe I'll smoke it just past the halfway mark. Maybe I'll enjoy two-thirds of the cigar. Some people I know will take it right down to the end. Sounds like for you, when you get to the halfway mark, you don't enjoy it anymore. There's nothing wrong with a cigar. And remember, the cigar will change in flavor and taste. As you get closer to the end of the cigar, it's going to get more fuller flavored. You're going to uh, notice some taste differences. So there's nothing wrong with a cigar. It just... At a point where it's no longer enjoyable to you, and that's when you gently lay it down. You don't tap it out. Just lay the cigar down in the ashtray, let it extinguish, and you have enjoyed the cigar that is enjoyable to you. That part of the cigar which is enjoyable to you, and that's what that's what counts.
11: Well, you know, sometimes I, I can smoke it down to the nub, and it's just a little warm, but it still tastes smooth. You know, so it just like I say, it just depends. Another thing that I like to do uh, is get a like like a little piece of chocolate or or licorice. Yep. Like, dissolve between your cheek and gum man that makes a cigar really
0: no doubt about it you can certainly do that as well I'll tell you what i want to do for you. i'm going to send you out some of the uh vega phena well actually, you actually like chocolate the new juan lopez has some hints of chocolate it's a great cigar we're going to send that out to you by altatus so bill enjoy that real quickly verlin in uh, arkansas you've got 30 seconds go
6: a long ass to see you general back at you Hey, I just want to know that, uh, well, I've really enjoyed your show, and with this new Cigar Dave app, it is so much easier to connect, and it is a marvelous app. I really love it.
0: Verlin, I appreciate that. Here's what I want to do for i got to cut you short, but I am going to make it worth your while because I'm going to send you out some beautiful Julius Caesar by Diamond Crown Cigars, medium flavored, and I appreciate you downloading the app. Lieutenants... Next week, as I mentioned, IPR IPCPR day two televised broadcast will be aired, and then we pick it up for the rest of National Bourbon Heritage Month. Cigar Dave the General saying, Mayor humidor always be full. Mayor color always be sharp. Mayor Ash be extra, extra long. Semper delictatio, show. Always pleasure. Cheers. Enjoy great bourbon. And don't forget, download the Cigar Dave mobile app for iOS or Android right now and tell everyone you know about the new Cigar Dave mobile app. Bye bye.